Brother, I ate the most delicious chicken last week. John, I don't know how they do it. Every time, it's so good. It makes me so happy. And it's HelloFresh, guys. They have the best meals, the best quality. You guys can get up to 16 free meals and three free gifts when you go to HelloFresh.com slash Genius16. That is HelloFresh.com slash Genius16. Now, on to the show. Wouldn't it be great if when you went to buy a computer... Or after you bought a computer, if you had any questions, you could ask a genius. Well, that's what we've got. This is called the Genius Bar. All right, John. It's your turn. It's all give, on me. Give us a big intro. <laughs> okay. Wind us no, up. No, don't, don't do that to me. You know I don't have one. <laughs> this is our biggest episode ever. Four guests on the show, including us. Okay, I thought it was my it's intro. Kind of a dumb thing to say. Four yeah. guests, biggest show ever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> including us. We have with us the Max Tech crew. Hang on. Hey, hey. They said it couldn't be done, Sam. They, uh, one, they one week. They said it couldn't be done. One week we have beef, the next it's already been squashed. No, we, we don't actually have beef. Um, hey guys, welcome to Genius Bar. This is, uh, this was, you know, if, if anybody ever says the comments don't matter, you're freaking wrong. You're freaking because wrong. Because we read the comments, <laughs> I can't and one of those in. comments said, you should have Max Tech on. And then I think you guys also commented on the show, and we're like, hey, we'd love to come uh-huh. on. Um, Vadim reached out in the DMs, and we were like, yeah, like... I don't know. I, I feel like one of those things that's always really important to me. It's like if we're gonna like say something, like give people the opportunity to respond, like yeah. outside of a tweet or a DM or something. I don't know. I, I feel like and I, I wanna hear your guys' like I just wanna I wanna go through the process of testing and, and hear what you guys think because I think it'll be fun. And we've never had you on the show and you guys make great videos, so we're super happy to have you here. Thanks. Uh okay, so Sam, I feel like we should um I feel like we should ca- catch everybody up. Tell them why we're here. Uh, <laughs> first we of all, like we, yeah, we're, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're already in trouble. Okay, first of all, hi guys. I feel like we haven't given them a chance to speak yet. Hey, hey it's awesome there. to be here. Okay, you guys are great. It's, so it's it's fun. Watching you guys are great. Thank you, thank you. Um, we may have said some stuff in the last episode that caused the comments to uh, <laughs> to all mention Max Tech as a whole, and wanted uh, they wanted them on the show. And so we are the we are men of the people, and so here we are. We have them on the show, uh, but this all stemmed from MacBook Pro drama, correct? Yeah. Yep. Uh, specifically, Isn't that crazy. <clears throat> what is like we're, we're like there's drama about a computer, bro. Do you know what's going on in the world right now? It's like a war. Oh, People are dying. Jumping right into um, it, Sam. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm, no, I, for real, I, I, I want to, I just want to hear your guys' take. So, right. You, you've made the videos. I spent like four hours today watching every video you guys made Ever. about the oh, M2 man. MacBook Pro. Um, so I, 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 I feel like I'm ready to talk about it. And, and I just want to hear your thoughts. Like I, I heard in videos, you were making comments, you know, sort of throwing some light, but healthy shade at other reviewers, you know, screenshots of people sort of with contrary things <laughs> coming up with different stuff. And, and I appreciated that. Like I, it, it was very fun to watch the videos. And I feel like as a Max Tech viewer, I was like, these guys are watching out for me. These guys let me. So what, what are your takes on, on the drama? You guys made 4,000 videos on the MT MacBook Pro. <laughs> Make it 4,001 with this one. What was that process like? There's more coming. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> there is. 
Uh, <laughs> Vadim, do you want to take it away? I feel like it's hard because this this four. Maybe I shouldn't have came on. I don't know. But it's like who's gonna talk first or second? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start from the top. Basically, um, we got the machines in. We started testing them. We discovered the whole SSD being slow. And then uh, I think Max was on camera, and he mentioned like, "Hey, this could." impact the virtual memory swap performance because you know Apple makes a big deal about their virtual memory swap fast SSDs in the 14 inch 16 inch MacBook Pros which help the performance and now we're like what the heck why is you know this SSD twice as slow compared to the old M1 so uh, we came in in the morning we were going to do a different video but we're like hey let's test this out so we tested it out and we noticed like the performance would drop down significantly so we're like, hey, we got to make a video. Like, this is pretty huge stuff. So we started making the video, showing the performance go down. And the crazy thing is, you know, it was only, you know, simple tasks with like 10 Chrome tabs. You know, later we even did Safari tabs. Simple tasks. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like 4K editing, you, you know, H- tell HGBC. Them, tell them how much tabs you have open at the same time on your, on your iMac. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like I'm afraid to know this answer. Well, when I edit, I have Safari open with like five or six tabs from like Google Drive um, documents. Uh-huh. And then sometimes I have like 20, 30, 40 tabs because I'm like researching for a video. And then like Bro, I'm thinking 20, about the next video 40. idea. And I'm like, oh man, I got to have these tabs open for the next video so I can't close them. Like literally, I have a ton of tabs. That's on my iMac Pro. So um, uh-huh. I think Max, you just sold it, right? Today? Yeah, he's coming tomorrow. You it's almost lost your iMac okay. Pro. <laughs> We've been trying to sell that thing, Still same with the it. Mac Pro, for a year now. Nobody wants them. Nobody yeah, wants really. these Intel machines. Yeah. I feel like I, times are tight right now for people, uh, and may, I, maybe that's why. I mean, it's not like the value. Uh, or Wait, is it an Intel MacBook Pro or a Mac Pro? Oh, yeah. Pro? They're Intel. Intel, yeah. Yep. Okay. I didn't know if you said, I couldn't tell if you, because you were breaking up, I didn't know if you said MacBook Pro MacBook. or Mac Pro. Mac Pro, that makes sense. Someone, <laughs> yeah. when like the Mac Studio stuff was happening, someone very kind, you know, they reached out from, uh, from like, I don't know, I think it was a church, like somewhere near me. They reached out to like, hey, we have a Mac Pro we we're willing to sell you. And I'm like, thank you, but also that's like the worst thing I could do right now. Like with Apple Silicon yeah. being a thing, it was like, you know, I, it was a spec out Mac pro, but that's just not. Bro, the direction. Wait, did Everything you say a moving. church, a house of God had a spec out? Mac yeah, pro? Yes. <laughs> yes. What? Bro, yes. Wait, I need to start doing Sunday core. offerings that I update. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I mean, do you, do hey you guys, want if it? You're watching this. We're doing a collection halfway through the show for, uh, for Sam Cole. I'm pretty sure, dude, I'm pretty sure they still have it. So, I mean, I don't think they sold it. If you want it, you know, I'll be like, hey, Sam's interested. You want the holy Mac Pro? I think I'll just like (laughs) stuff my M2 MacBook Pro inside of the Mac Pro and then call it an Apple (laughs) Silicon. Okay. Probably be better Overkill. So, uh, (laughs) the the tab god over here, uh, (laughs) what what did you guys, when did you guys like, I would like to, sort of put focus on the fact that um because the the tweet that really caused a lot of controversy was that just as a reply a casual reply you said that uh well you kind of had the video planned already so it, it made it look like a setup almost and so just to right off the bat get your input on that cool yeah i can explain that <clears throat> so 
I've explained this to Mark Ellis. I actually did. No, you can't. Case closed. Thanks for watching. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Max Tech is the worst. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Just kidding. Um, right, playing, listen, I'm listen. Playing. All right. So, like, ever since Apple announced the Apple Silicon transition, uh -huh. I went like crazy, just hyping everybody up. I'm telling people, hey, this is going to be a revolution. And like, people are making fun of me. They're saying, there's no way. Like, the last transition was horrible. There's no way Apple can make this smooth. And then, of course, the M1 Max come out and like we hyped them up. We're making videos and people are like, wow, these are good. Of course, even now, the M1 MacBook, MacBook Air is amazing. And um, because like people just called us fanboys, Apple shill, you're getting paid by Apple. You know, we're making comparisons to like Dell XPS and Windows laptops and people are calling us, you know, Apple fanboys. So what we decided to do is like, hey, let's be transparent. Let's make a top 10 M1 Mac problems video. And people are like, hey, awesome. You know, thanks for pointing those issues out, those problems. We appreciate it. We appreciate the transparency. And we ended up making more videos like that. Like for the iPhone 12 Pro, we made a top 10 problems. Then we did that for the 13 Pro. We did it for basically every launch. We did it for the 14 inch, 16 inch MacBook Pros. We did it for the 24 inch iMac, the Mac Studio, M1 iPad Pro. Basically, all the launches, we did it because. You know, the first one went well. We noticed that the long-term views went up. They did very well. And basically what we do with every launch these days is before we get the machines in, we make a Google Doc and we just brainstorm all the video ideas that we could potentially do. And then we even go back to our channel to the previous launches and we look at the videos and we're like, okay, this did well, this did well, this did well. Okay, let's repeat it again. And basically, that's how the whole, you know, pre-planned thing that sounds absolutely terrible. Uh, I see. Um, so it's not like I was like, oh, you know, M2 MacBook, I'm going to destroy it. I'm going to plan this video. It's like we had it planned, like, even before we got them in. We're like, okay, this is one of the potential video ideas that we can do that should uh -huh. do well. And I'm sure you guys as well, you know, when, when you look at your videos, you kind of repeat the same kind of ideas or general video scheme you know uh -huh. multiple times you know because you know it works and that's the way yeah YouTube i get works, yeah you know? i'm glad that you added more context because i mean obviously tweets you only have like 10 characters <laughs> so uh yeah, yeah. just from the tweet it looked like you guys had like been planning that video specifically and so the added context of like well i mean the, there was a whole process included and you were you always planned on coming at it from both sides it wasn't like you planned on yeah. like you know, attacking this machine right out of the right out of the gate. But I think in a tweet, obviously, just as a reply, and mm -hmm. Sam and I made we mentioned that we sort of made fun of it. That like right after that tweet, all the verified checks came out because it was like, <laughs> you know, you just said the right words together, and they all came out, and we were like very upset at you. So, yeah, I mean, it was, I guess I mean, it's easy to yeah, yeah, yeah. That that does add more context. I do feel like. I feel like this is a problem with YouTube, right? Is that the audience can kind of push you in a certain direction for content as far as, you know, what works and what Sam's doesn't. Sam's connection took an absolute oh. dump on us. <laughs> Dude, everybody's like, struggling. Sam, did you I kick that, uh, made a sport more than... that cable again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm just, I'm doing uh, some leg presses under the table. Um, no, I, I, as I was saying before the internet rudely interrupted me, I, I feel like the the audience can push us in a direction to make videos that aren't I, I, I would say, okay, because 
honestly, I spent all day watching the videos and uh-huh. I think you guys did an excellent job on like the SSD performance is like totally ridiculous. The, the fact that the, the swap yep. gets messed up and that impact impacts performance. If you don't have the 16 gig model, like it, it really does make the base model bad. And I think you guys did an excellent job on that. I will say that the one thing that I do still like, you know, that I, I guess I care about too much is like the problems video. I was like watching it. I'm like, bruh, what is this? These boys are just hating to hate. The first two things you guys are like, it's the old design, old MacBook. I'm like, bro, that's what it is. <laughs> like, that's that's what the computer is. I get it's not great, but then there was like the the severe thermal throttling, which like ha- happens in like a lot of fringe cases. And I I think I to challenge you guys and push on this. I think some of the criticism in the community is like Max Tech is testing these fringe cases to highlight extremely specific issues where most people that buy this computer would never run into it. Like most people that buy the M2 MacBook Pro are never going to run into thermal throttling issues ever. So seeing that in the title, people are like, oh, what? Like this seems like a lot. I have a, I have yeah, a question it, that I think, that I think would then, help. Who, who do you guys think? Okay, so when you're making these videos, right? I think Sam and I have the same idea of like who this product is for or really isn't for. Who who do you think the MacBook Pro, the M2 version that is, is is for? And is that at all like influencing your decision or the sort of narratives that you're driving in these videos? Who does Apple, who is Apple marketing this to? Like, for example, uh, I've heard different people say, hey, this is just, you know, Pro is just a branding, which obviously it is. Uh, this machine is for people who are going to surf the web, do something basic, maybe a little bit more than a MacBook Air. But then when you open up Apple's website, you don't need to guess who they're marketing it for. The first thing you see is performance. You see an advanced thermal system that will be working for you know extended periods of time with the CPU and the GPU load. You see 8K multi-stream ProRes editing. You see uh, what did they call the portable editing bay, like professional editing bay that you could take on the go. You see ultra fast SSDs that open up everything in a snap that's not gonna slow you down. I mean, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the website open in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a clear distinction and difference when you look at the MacBook Air or Pro. So uh, just because it's not as high end or nice as a 14 inch doesn't mean that it's not for professionals. It's capable of really good work, especially looking back a year you know, or a year and a half to the previous generation. So if it's not for people that do want to do some photo editing, some coding, some video editing, maybe not the 8K uh, raw footage, uh, then why is Apple, why are they pushing it so hard? And then I know maybe Vadim mentioned it before, uh, but even going out on, for example, MKBHD's podcast and specifically saying that the Air, yeah, that's designed for light workloads. The Pro you can run it extendedly for hours without any slowing down. Um, I think we saw that after our video later, but um, mm. that's coming straight from Apple. That's their PR. That's their website. When somebody uh-huh. goes out, they read that stack of different specs and those you know hot kind of words. That's what it shows off. Hmm. Yeah, that's a fair point. Honestly, Max, I, I agree with that because that has been my argument for... Apple calling the iPad Pro the iPad Pro, and then you know it not it's still not really being there. Like you can do so much more in a MacBook Pro than an iPad Pro. So I think that adds additional context, and I, I think that's a very fair point to sort of push it in that direction. If 
I just looked at their site. Like you nailed everything. Like they talk about an advanced cooling system. And then you, you guys point out in your videos how the, the fan ramp is a bit slower on the M2s and the M1s. So therefore it, the temperatures get really, really hot. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize like those Celsius numbers are like, isn't it like almost 200 degrees Fahrenheit? Oh, 108. 108 is above boiling. 100 is 212. <laughs> so uh, I'll add a little bit more context on the thermal issue. And I think that cut went out of hand. It's so weird hearing this through this. Uh, that <laughs> yeah, went out of hand uh, a little bit too far just because, you know, Vadim talked about tweets and then you have all these uh, websites posting articles about it. But if you checked out that video, you said you watched, you know, hours worth of video. Um, we never went into it trying to show off, hey, we're going to put the craziest workload and we're going to destroy this system. And other reviewers and YouTubers are saying they're, they're trying to sabotage it. They're trying to push it to the limits to destroy it. The honest thing is, if you saw that section of it, we're just doing a couple of video editing tasks that we've done for years on many systems. On the M1, this didn't happen. So we're like, hey, we'll do a light task. We're com- it was a comparison against the 14-inch. So we're like, hey, if you're mm-hmm. doing light 4K editing, you're not going to have an issue. It's going to work just as well. But if you're going to have, if you're going to push both the CPU and the graphics, you're going to have some more effects. Let's see how fast, how much faster the 14 inches, because we're going to push you towards that direction to make a good recommendation. And that's when it came out. And we saw that, you know, something we've never seen before. And like the M1, I think Vadim retested it. Vadim, was it 95 that it ran at? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It never throttled. So it was 100% GPU workload the entire time. No throttle at all. So that's the thing. Yeah. And then with that too, I think the whole AK raw thing sounds extreme. And I know, I think maybe you guys might've said it yourselves too. Yeah, we did. Who would do that on that system? Well, I've done a little bit of this kind of editing on the M1. I don't shoot with this Kodak. I was testing that camera. Um, So I did it. Not that you'd want to if you're doing it professionally, but the truth is a workload like that. And we still think, and even in that video, we said, hey, this is pushing extreme. This is not going to be for everybody. Um, But if you're doing, for example, say 3D rendering, and I don't know if you guys do any of it, but some of these programs like Blender could do CPU and GPU. So that would give you a similar result. If you're using both the CPU and the GPU, you're pushing those hard. That's your wattage, you know, stacks up and you get the heat. So, so yeah, and I want to add to that a little bit too. Um, basically, like the issue that I personally have is like not with the machine and like you know what it's capable of, but mostly um, Apple's marketing, where mm, I think they're okay. going a little bit overboard, where they're saying like, "Hey, this thing." is meant for extended hours of CPU and GPU intense workloads. And then you had the uh, MKBHD podcast where I think Apple's PR said that it's it has guaranteed sustained performance and that's why you would choose it over the M2 MacBook Air. And then you have like their entire marketing page for the M2 MacBook Pro just filled with stuff of it comparing to the previous M1 where it's like 1.5 times faster, 1.3 times faster, you know, and then you get the base model expecting it to be the same as the other models and you're getting worse performance just with 10 Chrome tabs open, you know, because in the past you could choose whatever SSD size you wanted and there would never be a big difference. But this time, like the first time ever, as far as I know, you get the base model and you're losing performance right out of the gate. Like, I think we upgraded to the 512. We bought that model, and we got a 15% performance boost in, uh, I think it was Lightroom editing, and that was with nothing yeah. open. 
nothing at all mm. whatsoever. <laughs> Who uses a computer that way? And then with some yeah. web browsing tabs, it was like 80%, I believe. Which well, is maybe with your web insane. browsing tabs. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, if we put Vadim's web browsing tabs on there, I think we just oh, shut yeah. down and just retire. <laughs> What's wrong, Sam? Are you sleepy? I'm, I'm just not sleeping like I used to, John. I'm just so hot at night you with this heat wave. You know what I think wave. you need, man? It's the what? summer. I think you need to be sleeping on your chilly sleep. Oh, what is what is that? It sounds like it would it's keep a, me cool. It's a wonderful cooling pad, but that's. Oh. I'll get to the twist. There's a twist at the end, okay? It's but a it's, a, it's a cooling pad that lays on your bed, okay, okay, right on top of your mattress. Can work with any mattress. You lay on it. You use your app, and you can uh, either schedule the temperature of your bed, mm. or you could just you could just play with it yourself. I like to manually do it if I'm feeling frisky. But a lot of times, I know what time I'm going to sleep, and so the chilly sleep pad it turns on every single night. So by the time I get into the bed. It's nice and cool. It's like clean sheets, clean, cool sheets. Mm. But every night, you oh. know, like when you haven't been on your sheets, not even once, and then you land, you land them that first mm. time, and it's so cool. It's so nice. It's like that, but every single night. And that's just for the summer. What about the winter? It's like, can I only use this half the year? Yeah, what's Absolutely the catch? Absolutely not. What's the twist? The twist is that in the winter, you can also have the bed be hot. So it's called chilly sleep, but could all it could also be called the heaty sleep. Warmy sleep. So you guys, head over to chillysleep.com slash genius to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of a new Cube or Ula sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for Genius Bar listeners and only for a limited time. That's chilly, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash genius to take advantage of our exclusive discount. Wake it refreshed every day. Thank you, Chilly Sleep. <laughs> okay, so I guess, so my biggest question coming from this is like, so I get what you're saying. I understand like how you can justify the opinions that you have and the videos you've made. I guess my question is why why stick to it so hard? Like every day I was going on Twitter, I was seeing tweets about it and it was it was as if Tim Cook like came to your house <laughs> and ate your dog. It's like that's it felt like that. It felt deeply personal and and so I guess I just want to are you looking out for the audience? Are you looking out? Are you trying to get Apple's attention from this? Do you want the media's attention? Uh, like the whole, once you've covered the issue one time, I mean, to me, I get it. But then to continue to do that every day, I guess I want to know um, what you guys were hoping to achieve from that. Like, is there an overarching goal that you have from that? Yeah, I could share. I think there's, but you want to go to the Twitter side, and I'll do the YouTube side. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll do the Twitter side. Yeah, because um, I don't, I don't work. use Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I don't check Twitter. I don't post and stuff. <clears throat> I think, I mean, for me personally, uh, I'll share my side of it. When we posted up the first video, I did a lot of the hands-on comparisons. Uh, we said, like I said, hey, this could impact swap performance on the SSD side. All right, it's slower. That sucks. You're gonna have to wait a little bit longer for some transfers. Not the end of the world, but the whole unified art memory architecture, that graphics that's really powerful, it's relying on having really fast RAM. You know, the whole SOC is designed that way. So I said, hey, it could slow it down because we've done real world tests in the past. And then when you get comments saying, you know, it doesn't really matter, that's not that big of a deal. And then you have other YouTubers go out and say, hey, why are you guys talking about this? Nobody's gonna notice. It won't make a real shirt. And your benchmark, it shows it you won't get a real world difference. So part of it is, you know, a little bit of pride, like, hey, we've tested this before, this could make a difference. And another part is just curiosity, like, will it make a difference? Mm. And if it does, how much? 
I think if you've looked at our channel over the past years and before that we worked on Apple in at Apple Insider, made videos for them and I did a camera channel before that, we're very analytical. We want to see the differences. You know, you have channels where they just talk about opinion. We test the out and say, hey, for you, you should upgrade. Here's the proof. For you, there's going to be no difference. Don't waste that 600 bucks. You won't uh -huh. see a difference at all. And that's why a lot of people love, you know, our channel because we dig in and we actually have real world proof to this kind of stuff. So I think it just kind of escalated. And at the end, it, it was got annoying testing it out. So it went from yeah, there's no difference. <laughs> there's not that much of a difference to, uh -huh. uh, you know, and so we're testing it out and, you know, following it up, we buy another Mac. So everything's the same other than SSD. And it's like, can an SSD make it 80% slower or faster? Uh -huh. Yeah, it can. And uh, not under extreme loads either. So Vadim, you want to say your side of it? <laughs> yeah, basically, a reason we made so many videos is because uh, we had comments asking us like, hey, can you please test this? Like, okay, sure, we'll do it. And then that's why we had more videos like, hey, please test, you know, the same RAM, but the bigger storage, you know, and we kept doing that. And then, you know, we had some drama where people were saying there's no difference. And I'm like, well, we got to show them there is a difference, you know, because the people are going out there believing like, oh, cool, there's no difference. I'm going to go buy the base model. I'm like, no, you don't want to buy the base model. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody should buy it in the world. Do not buy the base model. So like uh, personally for myself, like on the Twitter side, I would just say that with this launch, I got very disappointed uh, specifically with Apple because like they marketed the crap out of this M2 MacBook Pro and then they just butchered the SSD setup and they just made so much hype about the M2 chip being 18% faster with the multi-core CPU, 35% faster GPU, and then they literally take away one of the NAND chips and this totally ruin the performance with simple multitasking. It's like, Apple, how could you do that? You know, I understand why they did that because they're making some moves right now to boost their profit margins, specifically you know, for uh, the second quarter that they just had because you know, inflation, all that kind of stuff. Um, but like, I think that was just a bad mistake. It was either um, a misjudgment or it was intentional. I mean, I hope not. I hope it wasn't intentional, but it definitely messed up their performance. And um, I, I'd almost go to say as like, I feel like there is Apple engineers that are sitting there saying like, hey guys, we need to have two chips. And then you have like the guys upstairs the business guys like, hey man, we gotta save the profit margins. We gotta cut down on one of the chips to save a little bit of money. And they're like, no, you know, you might mess up the virtual memory. But like, anyway, um, the issue is that you got the same chassis, all you got is the M2 chip, and by the time you get the machine to where it needs to be to kind of make the M2 chip shine, you gotta upgrade the RAM and the storage, which you're up to $1,700 for a design that's been around since 2016. It's going to get outdated. Mm -hmm. You pay $100 more, you get the 14-inch with so many upgrades. You get the redesign, you got all the ports, the display, 120 hertz ProMotion. Every single thing is better about that machine. And it just feels so bad knowing that there are people out there going into the Apple Store and buying the base model M2 because that's all they stock in the Apple store. They don't stock uh -huh. the upgraded models. So anybody who goes in buying the base model and they're getting screwed if they're doing multitasking and like common 4K editing or photo editing. So it just sucks to see the people 
potentially making a bad decision where like, you know, the M2 MacBook Air, that is a much better machine just because of the redesign and everything else, a much better machine. So um, that's why I just kind of got defensive on Twitter. You know, I, I can say I'm a bit stubborn, so. <laughs> I li- the I like Twitter war zone. The so, Vadim bombs uh, <laughs> going off. Everybody's like, ah! <laughs> well, I know. It's like yeah. once, once... All the check marks. Yeah, once the check marks kicked in, it, it made... <laughs> it almost like painted this as if... Uh, I don't know, like you guys were coming at this at mm. a, with like a disingenuous point of view. Um, almost like you did it on purpose, but I think that's less of your fault and more just how... I think the responses from the quote-unquote check marks is really what sort of to dr- make the whole thing turn. Because the first year reply was fine, but then I think it was it might have been Gary, the everyday dad. You know, he was like, "Wait, so like you had the video already planned, and then that started like a snowball effect before you ever got a chance to sort of explain mm-hmm. yourselves." But um, I think that I mean personally, you you probably know you're not surprised, but I feel like. I feel like you guys care way too much about this stuff, but in the same sense, like we need channels like yours. There's a lot of this community, the core community that needs channels like yours. And because I'm not doing it and Sam's not doing it. So it's almost like if you, and I can't think of any, I can't think of a single channel that dives as deeply as you do. So it's like, if you guys aren't doing it, who's doing it? Is the information getting out in any way? Cause I, I mean, you guys would know. I mean, it's like when I think of tech tech news channels, I can name a few tech news shows because I know what my competition is. Do you? Would you say, and you're lo- allowed to answer this honestly, would you say there's anyone that stacks up uh, to what you guys are doing it and how you guys are doing it? Should I go? Yeah, uh, there's, <laughs> yeah go, go ahead, Max. Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> well, there are a few channels that are on a smaller scale. Some of them focus on specific things that do do uh, in-depth testing that do a good job, but there's not many. Uh, There's a lot of people that do tech reviews. They'll run a couple benchmarks and that's it. And that's completely fine. We absolutely need uh, channels like that. We need channels that are very simple, basic, opinion-based, short videos, but we also need channels that do what we do. And uh, if you look back, I mean, you could say that, hey, we're digging for something that's negative, and, but if you look back at our history, we have a lot of positive videos. We also have negative ones. And a lot of it also, when you're watching the videos, there's context there. So those comparison videos, when we show something not working well, we'll say, hey, you should do this instead, this instead. Or like the top problems video. I don't know about the latest one, but uh, a lot of them we have solutions for. So for example, we did a video that the M1 only supports one display or even the M2. And you'd be surprised by how many people, even after like an Apple event, they don't know because Apple doesn't mm-hmm. show off. This can only do one display. <laughs> so we make a video two, three days later and people are like, are you serious? There's still one display. So we tell them the video, there's a workaround. You buy this dock or this adapter, you can make that work. Or for example, because of all our analytical testing, we find out issues like this and then people say, hey, you're digging for that because you're doing testing. But we also try offering solutions. There you go. <laughs> uh, for example, oh. um, with uh, with uh, the fans not ramping up as fast. As soon as we saw that and it hitting 105, like 10 degrees higher than the previous version, we said, download TG Fan Pro. 
make your own curve. You don't have to make it go crazy, but uh -huh. adjust it if you don't like it going that hot. For example, uh, the i9 MacBooks, they would have their fans run if you just connect to a display and then Intel power, power boost would just kick in. So we found that issue because of our testing. We said, download this Intel Turbo Boost switcher. Bam, you take that off. It's working great. Um, a lot of those kind of things. Uh, for uh -huh. example, other things that people appreciate that care, for example, 14-inch MacBook Pro, if you're buying the M1 Max model, the 24-core model is actually faster than the 32 if you're really pushing your system, which is when you'd want extra performance because the other one downclocks. So there's been a lot of that kind of stuff that we found, which I've given people solutions, workarounds, and in general, helping people you know, choose the best machine with testing that's specific to what they do. Over the years, we've had a lot of tests just because people ask for it. And then when they come and they see that, they'll know what to choose instead of just sitting down in front of a camera and saying, hey, you should get this spec, this spec, which does mm. ruffle our feathers, you know, with some other people. <laughs> when, you know, you sit in front of a camera, say, you know what, just go ahead and upgrade your SSD to 512 or a terabyte. You'll, you'll, you'll use it in the future. Just go ahead and up to upgrade to 16 gig or 24. That won't be bad. I know your budget's 1300, but go up to 2200 or 2500. You know, it's only a certain amount of dollars per month. And then, yeah, which most people that are looking at this kind of machine, that's not their, that's not what they're wanting to do or else, or you get into the 14 inch territory, uh -huh. things like that. Yeah. I mean, do you, I, I assume you guys like reflecting on this stuff, right? Like you see where people are coming from where they're like, bro, seven videos on this like laptop that was supposed <laughs> to like be a press release and move on <laughs> or not a press release, but like the small, small like I, I assume you guys see where people are coming from where they're like. That seems like a lot. Like I don't. I feel oh like I don't God, make seven dude. videos on like the iPhone. I was gonna Pro say. After I was gonna out. say. Do you know who you're hosting the show with? <laughs> <laughs> every video, iPhone 14. Literally yeah. every video is that. <laughs> yes. I'm like every other video, but no. My, it my works. Point being it like, works. Do you, you you guys see where? Do you see where like people are coming from when they are like, this seems weird. This seems sus. Absolutely. And we actually watched your, sorry, Vadim, you let me know when you'll take over. <laughs> I start talking. Uh, about Well, it also doesn't help there. that. Okay. So for the video watchers, I have tiny little thumbnails to switch through. <laughs> they look the same and they sound the same. So like, I have no idea who to switch to. Oh, man. I have okay. follow up questions about that. Lately. Don't okay. Here. <laughs> Go ahead. Cool. Uh, yeah. I wanted to say, um, Go ahead, Vadim. <laughs> Which one's Vadim? That's so, the question. You're Vadim and you're Max. I know who you are. It's just when when you, the thumbnails are this small, I can't I yeah. can't figure out who's talking. Okay, Guys, go half the half the viewers on the channel don't know we're two people. Every time we're Dude, yeah. together, that, I'm not rare. even gonna lie. That There's happened so to me like I don't know, maybe a year and a half yeah. ago, where like the my mind exploded when I realized you are two different people. Because it's like Same. if you just casually like once every month or whatever you see a Max Tech video, you're like, okay, so one guy, his name is Max. But then like if you start to watch more, like eventually I start, you know, I subscribe, I start watching all of your videos, and then I get used to seeing somebody. And all of a sudden, it like somebody just subtly swaps the facial features of the person. I'm like, am I what? Is it me? Am I crazy? Or are these two different people? Yes, it's two like, entirely different people. It's like Max Tech and then Max Tech at home, just like slightly <laughs> yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh man, yeah, uh, I could get a little bit into the context for like you know the multiple videos. Um, 
So uh, the one thing we focus on a little bit at MaxTech is long-term views, things that can get searched up for you know a year, year and a half. So that's why you see so many comparisons because the comparisons they uh, get searched up for a long time. Like mm. even to this day, like one of our top videos for performance, you know, over the last hour is an M1 MacBook Air versus two, um, what is it, Surface uh, laptops, I think, uh, with the AMD and the Intel version. And it's like, man, people are still watching this. Um, so uh, yeah, that, basically, that they do very well. And bas- like, like when I was working for Apple Insider, I started doing a lot of research on SEO and all this kind of stuff. And I realized like, hey, if you can build up like a core amount of uh, viewership from long-term views, even if you have like a down season where there's really nothing going on, like a tech news drought, those older (laughs) videos will kind of lift up the entire channel, Uh including tutorials, um, like, you know, how to reset your Mac, how to reset your iPhone, that kind of stuff that gets searched up. Um, and that kind of stuff helps a lot of people, you know, still to this day, you get comments saying, hey, thanks for the tutorial and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And people are still trying to figure out, you know, if they should buy an M1 MacBook Air or an M1 MacBook Pro from like almost two years ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question. With that, that makes go sense. Ahead. <laughs> I mean, you can go if you have something to say. Yeah. Real quick. Well, we have a ton of videos, but we also post six videos a week, uh-huh. sometimes seven. So <laughs> when you're posting that many videos and our goal is to, you know, create content um, and there's a brand new launch, we definitely go heavy. We answer, uh-huh. you know, to a lot of requests, whatever people ask of us. And then those specific stuff. So like each video, obviously it's like, man, this MacBook video after MacBook, but it's like, hey, MacBook versus MacBook Air compared to the 14 inch, how much RAM. And so each video has a specific topic and it's stuff that people search up. So when somebody's at the Apple store or Best Buy, you know, they're going to search up, should I buy this Mac or this Mac? And then, of course, they're going to find that relevant video uh-huh. and it's going to help them out. So a lot of the views are, you know, from search because, you know, content specific, they can skip to the photo editing section. Bam, they see exactly what they want and then they can make a good choice. Mm. Uh, okay, I have a very important question about your content. And this is the most... Im- yeah. Do you have one? That'll do. This is the most important question you're going to get all night. Thank you. That's enough. (laughs) Why is it not Vadim Tech? Wait, I was going to ask that. Nope, I win. That was literally my my first question. (laughs) I win. Do you want to, here, you want to ask Sam so we can both do it? Yeah, can we say it at the same time? No, just pretend I didn't ask. Sam, you had a question? What is it? Yeah. Why is Max the better tech? No. question mark <laughs> okay yeah, yeah i assume it was max's channel first or something then you guys joined together as like a super brother duo what is the answer <laughs> you want to take it away sure uh well basically when we we're thinking about it first of all max owns the channel so i technically work for him but um, when we're thinking about the name max can also be general so it could be maximum tech you know kind of like that that's what i thought it was until i realized there's also a dude named max i was like okay it's vadim okay but the channel is max tech like maximum i didn't even it took me so long to realize that you guys were not the same person yeah we're brothers actually so well yeah i figured that part out yeah (laughs) if that's that's, obvious 
<laughs> yeah. That's a follow-up question that I have about that is like, how the hell do you guys put out six 18-minute videos in a week that are like filled with data and testing? Like, how is that even possible? <laughs> and how do I can't have- do it, bro. <laughs> How do you do? You must have like a team of like what, like forty little like yellow minions from the new movie. <laughs> Just grew work for Max Tech. So we have our sister whose name is Angelica. You can see her in some of our camera comparisons when there's iPhone launches or Samsung uh-huh. launches. So she does most of our video editing. Uh, so it's three of us, and Whoa. she works uh, not full time. Even it's busier, closer to full time. But um, I think we focused over the years on efficiency. Um, being quick, uh, there's still like, for example, you watch one of those 18, 20, 25 minute videos, we're shooting for four and a half hours, but as we're shooting, we're handing off footage every half hour, 45 Mm. minutes to her. And she's Mm -hmm. editing as we're Uh, shooting. So we have a system down. Uh, we try to optimize as quickly as we can. We have, you know, a server set up, uh, all that kind of stuff. So we tried to you know, implement way more testing than most people are willing to do. And that's, that's not bad. Right. This is, it's a pain. It's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we try to do a good job and get the videos out quick, especially when people are sitting there waiting, you know, to order something based on how well uh-huh. it's going to work for their workflow. And then they're making those kind of decisions, which is why we take our job so seriously too, maybe sometimes too seriously uh-huh. <laughs> when we're, we're testing it out and we're seeing like the re- the most recent one, it was like, the $850 M1 MacBook Air, you can buy it. That's like the best deal if you want to buy one on Amazon. And it's beating out the M2 that's, you know, 1300 bucks with not even 10. We toned it down, like five Chrome tabs and like video of light photo editing. Mm-hmm. And the M2 is slower. So, yeah, we're like, yeah, people need to see this. And uh-huh. people are responding. Yeah. I think maybe it was you guys that said, or somebody else that said that, uh, maybe Apple wanted this to happen. You know, this info gets out there. People are like, man, I don't want to buy the base model. It is slower. Uh, I'll fine. I'll spend 200 bucks. I wasn't going to spend. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, mm. you know, it's better for Apple. They're making more money and <laughs> everything got out there. So, right. Do you guys talk to Apple at all? Like, has there ever been a line of communication? I feel like, I feel like we joke about like me and John being on the blacklist, but <laughs> I feel like you yeah. guys might be on like yeah. the, the platinum blacklist. <laughs> platinum blacklist. Oh no, man. We make so many leak videos. I mean, I make videos titled like, stop, don't buy the AirPods Pro. Don't buy uh-huh. the Apple Watch. I'm sure Apple <laughs> yeah, doesn't stop. like that, you know? But I mean, it's That's good fair. advice because it's like, hey, in two months, new AirPods Pro are going to come out. You should probably not buy them right now. And then people are like, hey, thanks, you know? So hopefully it helps people if they see that and then they hold off for a couple months. They're getting brand new AirPods or a brand new Apple Watch, you know. So I'm sure we're on the blacklist. We're way Speaking on of, the blacklist. Uh, Vadim, my guy, we getting a square Apple Watch this year? Hey, yeah, let's talk about that. Honestly, yeah. I mean, one thing I, I loved seeing when you did the podcast with Mac Rumors. Uh huh. Yeah. And then you whipped out your phone and you're like, boom, look at these renders that oh we got my God. leaked. I never like, that's one of those, I almost thought about messaging you because that was like one of those <laughs> times where I was like, I'll just do it on the Macrimers podcast. It's a podcast. No one will see it. And then it's on the, I look the next day and it's in the thumbnail of your video. And I'm like, oh yeah. God, what did I do? <laughs> I made a whole video dedicated you to that. You really did. Section. Oh my God. It's a big deal because like you got the render and then you 
saw the flat design, you thought that yeah, was a Yeah, but it was like seven. a mix. Like I was like, yeah. you know, I'm glad that he's like, I'm glad that he's standing up for me and I'm glad that he's like, you know, amplifying this information, but also he's amplifying this information and it was a picture that I was never, that I never wanted to get out there. <laughs> oh, and I was like, I'll just casually show it on yeah. the Mac Rumors podcast and of course, you watch every minute of it all and you, the second I dropped that picture, you're like, yes. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I actually changed the thumbnail because I felt kind of weird. Like maybe he doesn't want this on there so I mean I it's too late it. now <laughs> but I, was I think say, I, was I think that was good I didn't, I didn't see it that's funny <clears throat> but the crazy thing is like I think Mark Gurman over the, the past week on Sunday he finally <laughs> <laughs> he finally Sorry, said Mark Gurman <laughs> <laughs> he finally said Apple Watch Pro and I was like boom like I've been trying to tell you guys I made three uh-huh. videos over the last six months with Apple Watch Series 8 Pro. You have you know, been I've, saying that, yeah. I've been trying to make the case for it because I'm like, hey, if they're making a new design that's going to have a larger display, like, how would they sell it? The only way you sell it is you call it the Pro. No one wants the rugged edition. Yeah. Who cares about that? You want the Pro. So that's how Apple sells it, you know? That's how you pay, you know, $800 or $1,000. $1, it already has the titanium. Just you know, like the okay, M2 we, MacBook Pro. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ring, ring. Ring, ring. Ring, Hello. ring. Hello. I have a call from... Who's that? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> wow. He's <laughs> on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Slash genius owned by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> wow. But you know what? It's not Ryan that you're here for. It's actually the fact that they offer premium wireless starting at 15 bucks a month. It's like, what's the catch, right? Because I'm like, it's got to be bad. No. Yeah. They have the secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. So they pass that savings of not having like retail stores and like the in-person employees onto you guys. Um, so if you hate your phone bill, which I do, I pay so much a month. That's why I use Mint Mobile for my second line. It offers premium wireless. John, just 15 bucks a month with the best rate when you're buying for yourself, for your family, for your dog, maybe your dog the, needs a chip. Yeah. <laughs> you want your dog to have 5G? That's 15 bucks a month. I mean, for 15 bucks a, month, bucks a month, that's pretty much free. Sure, my dog can have 5G. That's fine. Absolutely. So, hey, get your wireless plan shipped to you for just 15 bucks a month. Get the plan shipped to your door for free. Did we say it's for free? For free. For free. Stop overpaying. Mintmobile.com slash genius. You're just throwing money away every month. Get it get started for just 15 bucks a month. Of course, you can you can be flexible, create your own plans. You can bring your own device. You can buy your own device. They sell devices. It's a whole thing. Mintmobile.com slash genius to get started right now. And thanks for Mint Mobile for sponsoring for this podcast forever. We have to talk about this, John. Sam, I can't. I can't do this. this John. I can't. John sent me a few messages after this last week, and he was. Uh, <laughs> I will use the word excited. I will use the word. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> so let me let me as the neutral party here describe this. So Mark Gurman, as you guys know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, he like he is still like the best Apple source of all time as far as quantitative links and quality, like statistically. He is the best. I want to give him that first. He's been very kind to me in the past. He has not been kind to John or others, <laughs> which is not cool with me. So like, for example, he does news story. I, mean, I guess this is an Apple news podcast. We should talk about this. this is a pretty big deal where he was like, yeah, the rugged Apple watch is going to have a two inch display, special metal casing, and it'll have a better battery. Like this is going to be the first Apple watch in history that has a better battery. And of course, in Zoomer fashion, 
Ian hits him instantly, like seconds later. I know. With, but is it flat? <laughs> and uh, instantly, German replies, just like, oh man, I could just hear him say it. What do you think, based on the history of the source of your renders? So it's instantly getting spicy, okay? It's getting so spicy oh, out here. Um, so John has the perfect comeback, which is you really trying to act like you didn't say literally the exact same thing 48 hours before the event, in which I think John probably has this in his favorites album. I did. Mark I've had this ready to go. Yes, he has this edited image. It says Apple Watch Series 7. There's going to be a new design. Well, the iPhone won't be seeing any monumentous design changes. Mark Gurman says the Apple Watch will look for a flat screen and flat edges to match the iPhone and iPad design. This man really tried to do that to me. Like, okay, he keeps saying this stuff, like just these sly remarks on Twitter. And I try not to say anything. Look at the response. It says you should be a guest on Genius Podcast. Agree? Uh, he won't do it. <laughs> no, we we. He's we a pussy. He Mark. won't do it. Okay. Okay. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said it. But okay. I, I, yeah, you you said it. I have asked Mark if he would like to come on. Mark, Herman. I feel like for that, I feel like we would have to do. Actually, I feel like I'd be a pretty good middle person. I feel like I, I generally keep it pretty in the middle for like. Okay, Mark Gurman, I will give you a thousand dollars if you come on the show. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I want him on so bad two, that I want. Can we get two thousand for a Mark German, uh, John Prosser debate? Uh, no, thousands my offer. <laughs> Take it or I'll, leave I'll it. I'll throw in. I'll throw in three dollars, a thousand three dollars, if you come on Genius Bar, Mark. I just want to talk to you because, like, you know, we no, don't suck up to him. We don't suck up to him. No, we do not. Okay, Okay, so here's the issue. I wasn't going to say anything, but he always does this on Twitter. He always has these sly remarks. Except the man said literally the exact same thing. If you watch any Max Tech video, anytime they talk about the flat Apple Watch, they say John Prosser, Mark Garman. Set right next to each other. They say it. Mark, have you never seen a Max Tech video? They say it every single time. I don't know how you're missing yeah. it. Does he forget that he says these things? Does he not think I'll remember? What's the issue? Why is he the way that he is? <laughs> I think that's the problem, right? Is that like when John gets something wrong, he like shaves his I eyebrows. I shaved off my eyebrows. <laughs> and then Mark fucking Garmin went, it's a little rounder than we expected. No, bro. You were all, you, not only were you wrong, you were wrong more recently than I was. I put out those renders seven months before you said it. And then seven months later, even closer to the Apple event, you're like, it's flat. Actually, it's flat and the screen's flat. No, no, keep going, keep going. You good? You know, keep going. There's the music. That's it. I, I was a little bit. <laughs> I want Mark to be German, done. Come on the podcast. Oh. It is time. Sorry, this is supposed to be about Max Tech. Let's go back to the show. Oh, I'm maximum upset, <laughs> is what I am. That was amazing. <laughs> Don't worry, but he's going to clip yeah. that, and that'll be in the next Max Tech <laughs> Apple Watch video. There we go. <laughs> Sweet guy. Hey man, all I all I gotta say, I'm glad Mark German's out there. You know, we're getting some good stuff from him too. Oh, oh yeah, I'm you know? I'm no, very like grateful I, for Mark Gurman. I'm so grateful. I'd be even more grateful if he came on the show, and we could talk it out. Imagine that, Mark. If we weren't bickering back and forth, and you just came on the show all at one time, and then this could all be fixed. 
Just saying. That's what I want. It could be fixed, want... and you could have a thousand more doll hairs. <laughs> How's thousand three? A, sa- a thousand three. <laughs> Which is almost enough to buy an M2 MacBook Pro. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but only the base worst, model. Worst money. Only the base yeah. you could spend. Yeah, the worst money you could spend. Um, okay, well, I, I want to ask you guys, because so, you, I feel like you're the people, like you and Luke Meander, who I go to for like my Mac stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to hear your thoughts about the M2 MacBook Air, because I feel like this is what everyone is asking. Like, if the M2 MacBook Pro kind of sus... What is the M2 MacBook Air that don't even have a fan going to do? Is that going to get to 100 trillion degrees Celsius and freaking explode? What's going to happen? Cool. Well, uh, so here's my thoughts on it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is going to explode. You guys heard it here? Max Tech, their next thumbnail is going to be our M2 MacBook Air fucking exploded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we did export 40 16K videos simultaneously. Yeah, we on also the same had 80 core, tabs open. And we just, we, we installed a fan on the side in the one USB port. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just memeing. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, so, so what's the move? Plugged what's MacBook Pro into car battery, had fire. <laughs> okay. Well, I think, you know, I think the expectations match up better because you know you're getting a fanless Mac, so you're not expecting it to be, you know, crazy cool right out of the mm-hmm. gate. You know, you're, it's not matching up to Apple's crazy marketing claims of guaranteed sustained performance. Uh, but I do think that um, when we tested, hopefully they kind of gave it a new kind of heat pipe design without the fan. Maybe that's going to help. Um, but there is a chance that in some tasks like 100% CPU, it might throttle a little bit. We don't know. Hopefully not. Um, but I don't think the throttling is going to be a big issue because it's more consumer focused than the MacBook Pro. So even if it does throttle a little bit, it's still going to be faster than the M1. Um, except if it has that single NAND SSD chip issue, that's what I'm worried about. I really hope it doesn't because it's going to mess with the multitasking. But I guess the benefit for Apple is the M3 is going to look really good if it has two NAND chips. Yeah. So um, I think um, we're excited. We're super excited. We, we've been waiting for a redesign for a while. We recommended the M1 MacBook Air to everybody like people might have got annoyed don't buy them on macbook pro get the air it's amazing it no fan but it works great the m2 way better you have the redesign all the other stuff we've talked about so we're super excited about it we'll see what happens um i know this whole ssd thing is just you know everybody's tired of it uh, but it'd be crazy if they didn't do that but even i were just talking about the today if they put in the correct setup for their apple silicon um, that'll just show that this MacBook Pro is just a pure profit machine. And one thing we didn't cover earlier, I don't know if Sam caught <laughs> in our video, but do you guys know how much one of those NANs cost when you're buying them in bulk? Sam, yeah, you know this. You, you look like you it know about this. Two, it's on the quiz, dude. I know. It's like $2.04, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's like $2.07. <laughs> You're close enough. Or maybe it's $2.07. So, okay, I, was, I knew it was $2. Yeah. I mean, we were shocked. Uh, so the 256 gigabyte little chip, $2.07. It might even cost Apple less because they're buying in extreme bulks. That's what it would cost them to say, hey, it's 2022. You're buying a machine that says Pro. This is the setup that we had last year. The 128s, they're in short supply. 256, there's plenty. We're going to spend $2.07 extra. 
We're going to give you 512 as a base. Like people have been asking for, for years now, like 256 is not enough in a pro machine. Maybe raise the price if they want to keep, you know, a little bit more profit margin, uh, you know, raise it by hundred bucks, but everybody would have been happy. So it's not like there's a crazy shortage of chips and it's so expensive and Apple has to do something to save their company and, you know, <laughs> lower prices, $2 and seven cents. That's what this issue is about. So you're, you're really saying that Apple could put, spend $4 and 14 cents in a $1,300 machine to give us five, 12 gigs of SSD that are fast and good. Well, it already has 256. So they would only have to spend $2 and seven cents, likely a buck 50 because they're buying in higher bulk. <laughs> so yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. See, that sounds too good to be true though. Like I, I watched that in your video. I was like, because if I'm Apple, right, and I'm selling a $1,300 computer with already like a 40% margin, yes, $2 add up when you're moving a million of these a year, but also like $2 out of 13, like John and I have been working on a lot of stuff for like our margins and future drops for Genius. And trust me, we are, this is very, I feel like I'm starting to get good at this. It's like, what is a good margin? When do you have to take <laughs> a step back? Where can you cut corners? And, uh... Did I freeze up again? You did. That's all right. This You're back freaking now. Freaking internet! I, I'm calling my. I'm calling AT and T. Watch out! <laughs> all right, I'm just kidding. That's not a threat. <laughs> Got to be careful. Um, just a joke. Just a meme. <laughs> just fix my fucking internet. Uh, so like, I, I'm just like that's crazy. Like that. It seems like Apple would make that call, right? Like if if I was doing a product for the podcast, right? And it was like, you're going to lose 0.5% of your profits to like double or triple the performance of something. I feel like I'd make that call. I, I feel like there has to be more to the story. Like just my gut says there has to be more than Apple just wanted to save $2.07. <clears throat> I actually have a thought about that. Um, something that I've noticed. Um, I don't know if you guys follow like Apple earnings or Apple stock or anything. Um, but in their Q1 earnings, they mentioned that they were expecting... Um, lower revenue specifically from China. And um, I don't think they mentioned it, but there could be demand going down, which uh, Ming-Chi Kuo has been talking mm. about smartphone demand, everything basically going down. You know, you see Samsung making less TVs uh, because demand is going down, all that kind of stuff. So my thought is, what if Apple is trying to save profit margins like as much as they possibly can um, like I've noticed that um, the the back to school promotions from Apple aren't as good as they were last year. You know, last year you get free AirPods for $159 value. Now you get either a $100 or $150 gift card. Um, but the, another thing is the launch of the M2 MacBook Pro. Apple said it's going to be coming in July. But um, out of nowhere, they're like, hey, you could order it in June and it's going to ship in June. And everyone's like, whoa. But it turns out it was only the base model. So maybe there was a call where they're like, hey, let's get this out mm. early because June is the last month of the quarter. So if they could push more sales mm. right before the end, kind of like what Tesla does where they just get as much deliveries of Teslas as they can before the quarter ends mm -hmm. to make their numbers look better. So I'm wondering what if something like that was going on where they're like trying to save profit margins everywhere across the board to try to make everything look better for their numbers. And I mean, so that's maybe, what Tim Cook does, uh -huh. right? That's like, that's Tim's yeah. thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think well, Vadim- That uh, makes sense. Go ahead. 
No, no, I just said that makes sense. Go up. I want to hear what your thoughts, Max. Yeah, I think you're, you guys are right. That's what Tim Cook does. Vadim and I were watching a video earlier, and I think it'll be mm. in the review, uh, yeah. the beginning of our review. But it was basically where Apple says, hey, we don't ship. Uh, what did, we don't uh, ship Steve junk. We don't ship junk. And he said, hey, yeah. this is our pride. We're, we're never going to, you know, make something worse. Just, you know, we're not going to allow that. We want to recommend these machines. We're not a company like that. And then you see Tim Cook sitting by on the side, kind of uncomfortable looking. <laughs> not saying that he's <laughs> like, like I want to ship junk. <laughs> Think about you the money if we ship junk. <laughs> you read through the comments and it's just like these banger, hilarious comments one after another. Uh-huh. Um, so that part, I mean, it was obviously Steve Jobs. He delayed products because he wanted to be excellent. Um, you know, he really cared. And I'm not, I'm not saying Tim doesn't care, but he cares about, you know, efficiency, profit margin. And my big issue, I agree with exactly like, everything Vadim is saying, but to me, like this product is the king of profit. You have a six-year-old design, six-year-old LCD display, everything that, that webcam has been there forever. You know, they could have put in a better webcam, may, you know, made that 1080p. They didn't. They could have put in MagSafe. They would have had to, you know, redesign the chassis a bit. They didn't. So this whole thing is already such a profit monster of a laptop none, none well, of their other laptops come close in profit i'm worried then, that they learned that. this from the iphone se like that worked so well you know just reusing that chassis the profit margins on that were insane and it did bonkers but the iphone is like they do that with an iphone and i'm like okay yeah you can get away with that there's a market for that like it's a good entry level but they called it they didn't call it the iphone pro and then like you know, try to try to convince everyone that it was still pro. They they marketed it different. They said it was the iPhone SE. That was like, that's why it was cool. And they're doing the same thing they did with the iPhone SE, but with a MacBook Pro. And I just don't, I get it from their standpoint. I get it from, like, I understand why they did it from a business standpoint. I understand why Tim Cook did it specifically. But it's just like... What about the people? <laughs> like, what about the people that have to buy it? And are the pe- I feel like the people buying this machine, you know, they're not the people watching the Max Tech videos. They're the people walking into the store and just being like, oh, that's pro. I want that one. And then they walk out with that and it's just a disaster. Yeah. yeah. I think what well, really, that's part of the reason I, why. Wow. <laughs> that's part of the reason why i've been trying to spread the word about it like you know mm. i wouldn't want anybody to be buying this well you need to go stand Pro. in the apple stores like just before anyone walks in the door like hey whatever you're thinking immediately no <laughs> yeah can you guys organize an apple store protest yeah it's just like a qr code with your video oh, i actually have a nickname for this macbook it's the uh, macbook inflation edition Wow. <laughs> That's what the it IE. is. The IE. <laughs> no, but, I, well, it, it's, it's funny you guys bring that up because um, I was listening to a few podcasts with, I want to say it was Trip Mickle who just wrote that uh, like Steve jo- like uh, Inside Apple after, or it was called After Steve, How Apple Lost Its Soul. I don't yeah. know if you guys remember the press about that book, but um, I have not read it just to, to preface by saying this, but- I listened to a number of podcasts. I think the Vergecast, uh, John Gruber's show, where he interviewed uh, Trip Mickle about it and how how Trip worked on it, and how essentially after Steve passed, the design team was like their own thing. They kind of got to exist in Johnny Ives' lair, and it was like this sacred place 
that it's like, this is where innovation happens. The best of the best work here. Like if you're in here, you're in here for a purpose and for a reason. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden business people started showing up and we're like, Hey, what if you used a different material? Yikes. Mm -hmm. Hey, what if we change something here? And that is where the sort of thesis of the book, I mean, that's just one of the parts that, that sort of supports the thesis that, you know, Apple lost its soul and it's sort of just this con corporate conglomerate. And the way Trip talks about it, like it, it wasn't written to be like a gotcha, uh -huh. Apple's done, they're boring. But I, I think it does highlight parts of the company that, um, you know, that, that can that can, have changed, right? That I don't have care. Lost we got our soul. SD cards back. Mm -hmm. I don't care about their soul. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, like it, I, I wanted to bring that up because I, I feel like it, it very much ties into the conversation about, um, you know, perhaps there was somebody in the room that was like, hey, let's just use one single chip. And maybe there's an engineer that's, I mean, we don't know, right? And yep. Apple's not going to talk about it, but man, it would be absolutely fascinating to see those financial breakdowns specifically for that MacBook mm -hmm. Pro and the iPhone SE. Like yeah. how much per device is Apple making? Just hundreds of dollars flat out, I'm sure. Oh, a ton on that machine of profit. <laughs> Guys, why don't, why don't we make our own MacBook Pro? Let's make our own silicon. We'll call it. You, the, you guys we'll probably call it the genius machine. Yeah, you guys probably have enough of that like chassis in your offices. <laughs> just let's just start making our own. Just take out all the internals. And start making our own. Yeah, that'd be wild. Did you guys order the Sam, uh, M2 in, MacBook Air? I did. I did. Yes, you did. Okay, uh, I, did I think you guys are gonna I, have your pickup in store. You should. I think you guys are going to have your mind blown by how thin it is. Um, a lot of people are going to be blown away. It is like incredibly thin. Wait, how do so, you know? Yeah, I, I just, I just mm. know. I mean, people, when you feel it in your hand, it's going to blow your mind because I think it's. Bro, what? You can't just. Be, what are <laughs> what you saying? What did, why did you have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't get it on it. We didn't get it. We're on the blacklist, but um. Gotcha. It's as thin as the iMac, I think. Uh, and the iMac oh, is insanely wow. thin. So it's going to be like an iPad Pro on that bottom section. It's just going to be insane. I think. How do you like, know this if information? You pick it up, <laughs> I, just, I just looked at the comparison. I mean, like somebody I, on Twitter you did You didn't it. look at the comparisons. You said if you, when I, you feel it in your hand. I, well, I We're making cardboard mock-ups, guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm just going to say I, I personally think this is just a, you know, a little guessy. A little guesses -y, as we say here in the, the Midwest. I think Apple stores are getting stock early and, you know, some employees have touched it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but Vadim doesn't like, oh, work at an crazy. Apple store that I know of. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm they just wouldn't saying, let him I'm 80 sure foot from that place. Have touched it. <laughs> yeah, especially with his sign. Especially with his sign that says don't buy. So, so okay, here's the question. I'm going to throw a wild guess out there. I'm going to say. Oh, no. Apple did the same thing again. They used the same SSD, that darn slow thing with eight gigs of memory Ooh. swap. If it is eight gigabytes that struggles with performance and it is that same 256 gigabyte that is slow, would you guys do the same thing? Will you not recommend? Well, it's in a MacBook, Air. MacBook Air. That's what I'm saying. Like, will you, but will, would you, would you not recommend that base model? Cause like the base model M1 MacBook Air was like perfect and everybody mm -hmm. loved it. Yeah, honestly, we'd be we'd be telling people to buy the 512 if it has the same issue. We just just can't feel right recommending a machine that has messed up 
virtual memory swap. And like, it just sucks as Apple just made such a big deal about like the iPad Air not being able to support a virtual memory swap or stage manager because, hey, the other one has super fast SSDs with virtual memory swap. And then they go and give the M2 MacBook Pro a single NAND chip and just butcher the memory swap. It makes no sense. It's terrible. So the $600 iPad Air 64 gig has way faster SSDs than this Pro MacBook Pro, which is ridiculous, I think, in our opinion. Yeah. And I think what's really ridiculous, for those of the people that stayed out of this whole controversy and still think that we made it too big of a deal, we have like the end of our comparison with the M1 MacBook Air. And there's a section where we're not just doing anything extreme, but the SSDs loaded up. We got the we got a photo editing program, Photoshop open with like nine pictures. Max, and I, yeah. Max. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. I was going to say this. <laughs> was he just? Was, hang no, hang on. <laughs> you went no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> you were saying, if you don't mind, uh, if I could just uh, interject, Sam. Do you want to take this one or? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Max, I'm, I'm so, we're sorry to so rudely interrupt you, but I would say nine uh, images in Photoshop open could be could be a little extreme. Could be something more than the, the the average person buying a computer. I, I don't think I've ever had nine images open. For- <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say. I thought you caught what oh. I was going to say. No, no. What are you going to say? That's that's my point. Max, did you just like flutter by the fact that you guys have a MacBook Air? Not that MacBook Air. <laughs> you said in a, you said doing comparisons at the end of your comparison, you did it with a MacBook Air. And Vadim just minutes ago said, oh, wait till you feel it in your hand. So what Guys, are you saying, We already Max? have like five or six videos pre-shot ready to post. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Do you have one? Uh, no, so I guess here's another thing. I come from, uh, Vadim and I, we shot weddings together. You wedding didn't films. answer the question, Max. <laughs> We're just going to let that one slide. Okay. You guys will see soon. No. All right. Um, we come from a background. So if you guys look at anybody else that, you know, deals with photography, like the stuff we do on the channel, that's easy. Like people are opening up two, 300, 2000 when we shot wedding photos in Lightroom at a time. You don't export Bruh. 50 images if you're a photographer. You export 300, 1000, 1500. So, <laughs> but outside I, of that... <laughs> Yeah, I, I just hear you say extreme, and I'm like, bro, nine images open at once. Like, I don't know any person that's going to buy that computer. Oh, my God. I have I probably have more Photoshop tabs open than I do, like, you know, Safari tabs. Bro, I don't. I have, like, four o- Pixelmator files open at once. That's why. Like, you use yeah. Pixelmator. <laughs> okay, well, Pixelmator Pro is incredible, and anybody who slanders it, is re- that program is the best value on the App Store. $80 one time. I have used it for thumbnails for about five years now. You also use no AirPods three, so, and you also use an iPad Mini, so. You also use put an that iPad in your Mini. put that in your steak and cook it, bro. <laughs> Vadim, iPad Mini, Yo. the best iPad oh. or? Oh, it's I think it's great, especially for kids. Yeah. Um, no, what? Just, what? Oh, man, <laughs> so good. I mean, especially you guys don't have for kids, kids. Yet, right? <laughs> you mean it's great for everybody? <laughs> Sure, it's great for everybody. Max? No, it's good for like media consumption, the size. What is that noise? 
<laughs> Sorry. I love the iPad Mini. No, I, I think Mini. it's yes! one of the best it, gaming like... devices. What? Yeah. Yes! You want to play? No! <laughs> Perfect size for yes. games, YouTube, everything. It's awesome. It's better than my iPhone. I'd rather, if I could only have a choice between one, I would pick my iPad Mini, which is right here oh. on me always. Thank you very much. Bro, great Sam, device. Such an annoying, like, bad fraud. Well, you are greatly outnumbered here. You should start I know, making video that's why I'm video. quieter. <laughs> yeah, I should make you like should... I should make eight videos. Does the Just iPad mini smack it? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I opened eighty tabs on my iPad mini. Here's what happened. <laughs> Apple uh, said it has sustained uh, cooling <laughs> under high load. I put it on my and stove and got a load of shit. <laughs> iPad mini yeah. versus uh, stove. Sam, you know what I love? Wow, you had you used to have so much coffee in there, but you drank it all because mm. it was so delicious. Oh, man. I just love coffee. But isn't there a way to get like high quality stuff shipped to my door? Well, not just high quality stuff and not just shipped to your door, but like actual delicious coffee. Sam, have you heard of our new sponsor, Trade Coffee? Yeah. Trade Coffee. Welcome, Trade, to the show. Dude, did you know that they have freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters? These are small no businesses paying farmers fair prices to sustainably source. You know, this is a big thing in coffee. A lot of people do some bad stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. People call you coffee snob. People really know when coffee tastes perfect, though. All right? And there's <laughs> real do. coffee experts yeah. that, that know what they're doing. All right? They taste test over 50, four, 450 roasts to know exactly what you're in mind. Could you imagine being that guy that had to drink 450 coffees? I wish it was me, dude. I wish I got... Is, trade, is there a way for me to volunteer for this job? I want to do that. <laughs> dude, that's because you know what you like. You know it would be different. That's why they've got the selection for you. You just answer a couple questions and they give you your own customized variety. It's such a good idea. They're going to give you exactly what you want. John, what do the people do to get started with Trade Coffee? Well, listen, you're not alone. If you say this is a good idea and you're like, man, this really sounds good, but does anyone has anyone been doing it? Yes. Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive <laughs> reviews. That's a lot. I almost said 50,000. Oh, it's actually way gosh. more than that. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers, that's you, a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash genius. That's more than 40 cups of coffee without the coffee price. That's free in case you weren't paying attention. Holy smoke, guys. So get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash genius and let trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash genius for $30 off. Thanks, Trade Coffee. Well, what what other? Oh, I, well, man. here, guys, we've been talking about the MacBook Air. What you know? What is going to happen with this product? Uh, we've, we saw this, John, if you share my screen real quick, um, bro, I had people like DMing me. They were like, delete this now. Do not share this. Why? Because they thought that like, I was going to be responsible for getting Mark has fired from Apple <laughs> or something Does he when work he's Apple? the one. No, I'm just saying. And like, also it says via like, somebody like, else. His... Yeah. It, it's also like. He left the video up. Marquez mm -hmm. could have taken the video down. It's, it's also Marquez, bro. You think that slipped by the team? Yeah, I feel I like it's know. intentional. So, 
So yeah, as you guys can see, this isn't the first time he's done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did as you guys can see, there there was a briefing for the Apple MacBook Air uh, on Thursday of last week. Obviously, that was them sending out it to media, and and basically, what I've heard about the briefings is that Apple is just like tells you a bunch of talking points that you know already, and then when you ask them questions, they're kind of like, oh, I don't know, just <laughs> result. Like I don't, I don't know. It's just I, I, I feel like the briefings are just kind of like a reiteration, but it's a formal way to ask questions, and you know, it's cool. I mean, I'd be down. Yeah, like Apple, I'll, I'll, I'll sit through those all day. I'll a briefing four hours. I'll block out my whole darn uh, week. I'll fly out to Cupertino. Yeah, they, they probably Anything. tell you not to talk about the SSD too. <laughs> no, I, I what I have heard honestly is that Apple never says don't talk about something. Mm-hmm. They'll just be like, "We really like how fast all of our SSDs are." Yeah. Right? You know, like that, it, that sure. kind of thing. But like, I, I've I've ge- like genuinely talked to a lot of people to get the products, and everyone unanimously, no recording happening, like one to one, has been like, Apple has never said that I couldn't say something. They may just suggest uh-huh. formally, you know, what they want to share, but like they never. Yeah. Say you can't put something in a review. I don't think they'll say I, you I can't. Appreciate. I think it's just a matter of if, like, are you getting invited back next year? That's, That's what I think thing. too. That's what I think happened I with think- this M2 MacBook Pro launch because there are some people who got review samples, and still to this day, I don't think they've mentioned this single NAND chip issue at all. Well, so- okay. Question for both of you. Apple's like. Okay, listen, you get to have units early. Well, do you trade that for the level of work that you do now? Because you know for a fact that you do this one time with one of the review units they send you and they never talk to you again. So it's like, would do you enjoy what you do now more? Like would are you the freedom that you have now? Or would you trade that? Would you be okay with trading that for early access? Vadim? <laughs> no, you can go. I've been talking too much. You can go. No. Uh, I think it. the results speak for themselves, like based on the channel. If we wanted to get review units, which we've wanted it for years, we talked about it when we started MaxTech, mm-hmm. we would not be doing videos where we're telling people, hey, here's the issues. You should avoid this or don't spend the extra money on that. You're mm-hmm. going to get no difference. Uh, when you do videos like that or stop, don't buy this in a month, there's going to be something way better for the same price or cheaper. Apple's not going to like that. And there's a reason why the mm-hmm. people that are defending Apple so heavily on these issues, they get review units, you know? And the reason why some of them that say, hey, you know, if you want to get a gig versus 16, there's no test. Like, just get the 16. Uh-huh. Just get the 512. It's only another 26 bucks a month or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All of them but that. Sam. They're- Um, yeah, like, I feel like I'm like the fairest person to Apple out there. We're like just as much as I hype Apple up and, you know, because it's genuine, like I don't do that for an agenda. It's just like, just as much as I love Apple when they do the stage manager thing, I'm like, yeah, I get why people are upset for this M2 MacBook pro. When I used it, it was fine. I didn't obviously go through the strenuous, you know, workflows and usages and and genuinely push this machine to the level that you guys did. So I'm like, it's still a fine computer. You know, even if it's a base model, for me, I'm like, most people are going to buy this here. It's going to be a good MacBook. going to last a long time. But I, I totally get and agree that they're like, I appreciate what you guys do. And and I, I watch your videos anytime. I'm, I mean, all the time, right? Like it's, it's, I love watching people's different perspectives and opinions. And I, I think what's happening in the, the community, right, is it, not, not, sorry, not the community. What's happening in the world 
is that everything has become so polarized where it's you're either team Apple or team hate Apple. And it's very easy to lump people like you guys, people be like, oh, well, they hate Apple. It's like, okay, well, that's mm-hmm. obviously not true if you look at their catalog. Um, this is just one product in particular that they do not like and are not a fan of. That's a fair thing to do. They, they have the evidence to back it up. They've done the testing and the work. There's other people out there that I do definitely feel drink the Kool-Aid and that do not do a responsible job. Like people defending things ridiculously to the point where like people in their own mm-hmm. comments are like, bro, I follow you, but like, really? Like I've seen videos like that where even the own fans are like, "You're you're defending this? Like you, you don't you have to drop do, any names, Sam, so we can this. have a guest next week." <laughs> no, no, I don't want to drop any names because <laughs> you, you people, you know, you know. But my like you, you know, Max and, and Vidim though. But my my point with this is to say that it it's hard to be in the middle, and I feel like we're just seeing that more and more where it's it's easy to get lumped into. One of those, like Jonathan Morrison, for example, like me and John were like, he's the golden boy. Ha ha. I meet Jonathan in person. We know we, we have him on the show and it's like totally different. You know, he's like, no, that's not it at all. I'm just, I'm sharing my experience. And I think that's what it is at the end of the day is you guys are sharing your experience. Jonathan sharing his, Renee Ritchie shares mm-hmm. his, uh, everyday dad shares his, I share mine. John shares, everybody's sharing their experience and sure there's an angle maybe sometimes, but I, it sucks that except for Mark Carmen. <laughs> play, play music, uh, my, my Sam. With... Play music. I need music. Give me music. Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Come on. My, my point Not good this... music. <laughs> Serious. Turn it up. It's gonna, it's gonna drop. Mark Carmen. <laughs> I will battle you to the death. Come to this podcast and face me like a man. Do you hear me? I I don't. I'm uncomfortable. Face me like a man. You won't do it. You won't do it, Mark. And that was the most toxic thing that's ever happened on this podcast. Holy shit! I'm sorry to anybody listening for him. Um, he gets uh. off the rails sometimes. He probably hasn't taken um. His 64 pills that he's supposed to be on. I think he's maybe a little unhinged, as we say. He's going to start bouting, you know, shouting conspiracy theories next. We good, um, everybody? And, and, and Mark Gurman, the views of this podcast uh, do not reflect Sam Cole. I'm just going to say that. They do. <laughs> My microphone is very no. wet. Oh, that's so... I didn't need to know that. Max Tech didn't need to know that. They didn't need to know how moist your mic is right now, bro. I feel like it has to be equal. I have to, we have to call him Vadim Tech for the rest of the show just to balance it out. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess oh, that's man. all the, the big news. We're going to see the embargo lift. Really? That's how we're ending air. it? Well, yeah, I didn't get to finish my thought. My point is that like... <laughs> I feel like rather than assuming each other always have the worst intention that the, the the Apple people are like, oh, Apple's perfect all the time. And assuming that like Max Tech is like these horrible people that hate Apple, we should just be like, hey, maybe there's just things about something they don't like rather than just casting them into a big shadow. That was my point. Rather than saying John Prosser is a bad guy for leaking, maybe it's like maybe he just likes to share things early. Maybe just because <laughs> Sam Cole doesn't get Apple products. Maybe he'll get them one day. Can you guys can you guys say I'll get them one day? <sighs> You'll get them one day. It. Yeah, thanks, guys. After we get ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys do have like three times uh, subs, I think. No. That, that <clears throat> Max meant you're not getting them. They never <laughs> plan to get them. And if you get them after them, then that means never. Well, I, I actually have the iPhone 14 early. 
I've been testing. I held it in my hand. It's very thin. And is light. it square and flat? <laughs> this is dummy models. <laughs> no, no, I have, the, I have the real one, guys. I stole it from uh, Apple. Okay. Wait, yeah, no, I didn't steal it. That oh, day. man. Uh, hey, guys, I just yeah. want to say um, huge respect to both your channels because you guys are uh, hustling. Unlike, you know, some other channels that are kind of Mark Garvin! <laughs> oh, he's not a YouTuber. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. in this, he's not hustling. In this time, man, like things are slowing down. Tech is slowing down. But you guys are still putting out the videos. And like, you know, Thanks, I think man. it's very important right now for people to hustle and put out as much content as you can. Because, you know, things are changing. Things are slowing down. So, you know, we're already seeing some people who are, you know, YouTubers. Now they're getting full-time jobs and stuff. And, you know, it uh-huh. sucks to see that. So yeah. it's nice to see the hustle because, you know, you guys are pleasing the YouTube algorithm. You're keeping the views up and, you know. So I'm, in the best moment of my, I, I'm in the best moment of my career right now. So I feel bad for everybody else. Sorry, everybody else. That's me. Oh, Sam, <laughs> no, you're not. No. No, no, it's not. I'm not. I didn't say I'm in the worst moment. I was I'm just say. like, Slow. No, you guys are doing good. I, I keep up on social blades. You guys Thanks, are doing man. good. Oh, no. The ne- <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> no, uh, where, where should they follow you guys? You, it was awesome to have you on the show. Thank you for coming on. I for, First of all, also to, to well, you know, while we're doing this little circle jerk here from the bottom of my heart, I, um, no, I appreciate you guys coming on, joking aside. Um, I'm glad we got to have a conversation. I think it was so much more productive than, you know, just letting it pass. And it was, it was great to have you guys on. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, if you watched the show, but I'm trying to make the rounds with everyone in the tech community. Like I, I genuinely love mm-hmm. that. Like this is one of the fun, more fun podcasts that I think is out there. And John and I love doing it. And and we want to have everybody from the tech community on like, this isn't a left group, a group friends only. Uh-huh. Like it's so mm-hmm. cool to be able to have conversations with you guys, especially in this long form way where we can just, we can just chat and, 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 and talk it out rather than just like tweeting at each other, or being yeah. stuck in the DMS or something that, you know, and it's what the we people obviously want. will not. Yeah. We're not, a, we're, we won't agree on anything or not anything. We won't agree <laughs> on, on anything, anything. but um, you're thinking yeah, about the German episode. Guys, by the way. <laughs> yeah. John, they, they, they can't hear me. Right. <laughs> no. But no, it, it was awesome. Awesome to have you guys on. Um, Thanks, you guys. guys work at a phenomenal rate and um, yeah. I mean, I'm very excited to see your coverage of, of the M2. I'm looking forward to seven uh, seven more videos on the M2. They, they already have them planned. Seven, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four, 14. We're going to double. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Where, where should everybody follow? Max Tech, Vadim, and Max. How do you guys pronounce your last name? I feel like I, I sound like an idiot saying that, but I want to say it right. Go ahead, Vadim. <laughs> huh. Yuriev. Yuriev, okay. you get that? That's, that wasn't yeah, hard. Max and yeah, yeah. It's not bad. No, sweet. I just want to. I always like to ask <laughs> because it's better than me going like Yuriev, Max and Vadim Yuriev. We're used to it. Time. Our far worse ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, guys. Thank you. It's okay. been fun. It's fun to hang out and have a kind of community. I know, like, I did uh, camera videos before, and then we'd have certain events and you know press and all that kind of stuff. My head. It was fun died. to get Sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. <laughs> I like how like uh, it, there was no reason to interrupt, but he just shouted that. Also, I have no voice. That's great. Go ahead. What happened to your AirPods Max? His battery died. Oh, battery. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it's just fun to hang out <laughs> and do these kind of things. It's completely different than just posting videos or online. So, 
<laughs> well, it was also <laughs> like, I don't know. I've, it's really cool hanging out with you guys because, I mean, up to this point, the only... The only versions of you guys I get, you know, are the same versions as everyone else, just like on the videos. That's how I see you got that's how I hear you. And so it's really cool to sit down and actually like be humans. Yeah, real. absolutely. Yeah. Everybody but Sam, apparently. He's not a human. <laughs> you no. good, buddy? I'm good now. Okay. We've we've resolved some issues. Okay. I'm sorry. That the M2 chip in my AirPods Max was acting up. So <laughs> okay. it, it started to overheat in terms of no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Thank you guys. Uh, follow them at Max Tech. We'll leave links down below in the description. You guys were awesome. That means. Thank you uh, for coming on the show. Awesome. Thanks. It's the end of the show, guys. It was fun. All right. M2 MacBook Air, guys. Apple Soldiers Assembled. This it's a podcast big week. is overheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was awesome. Um, My yeah, voice I don't know, is shocked. I don't know what to say at this outro. We're supposed to keep talking until the music goes. And it's it over. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I need to turn it off. That's like a cyberpunk.